0: How y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the Across the Cowboys podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. Unfortunately, Mike the Pig Crumb is in Disneyland and is the reason the Cowboys lost yesterday. So taking his place as the greatest <laughs> coach host in the world is the newest member of the Across the Cowboys family. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Mr. Brendan Fergie Smith. Brendan, how are you?
1: I'm doing much better today than I was yesterday. I'll be completely honest. <laughs>
0: Hey, Cowboys Nations feels your pain, Brendan.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a rough
0: one. We'll get into that. Yes, sir. All right, Brendan, before we do, where can we find you on Twitter?
1: You can find me at Brendan underscore Smith 26.
0: Yes, sir. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Well, since Mike isn't here, we won't be discussing Meatless Monday this week. Instead, Brendan and I will discuss our game day meals. Brendan, what was your game day meal yesterday? I
1: had meals around the game because I'm too focused yeah. on the game to really watch. But I had like a I had a sandwich before the game. I had pizza after. It was a sadness pizza. Just, you know, just like I just wanted to eat my pain away.
0: Uh, what kind of pizza and from where?
1: Dude, honestly, I don't know why this has been hitting so hard lately, but Papa John's,
0: like, ultra stuffed crust pepperoni pizza. I've been... never ha- I haven't had the ultra stuffed crust, stuffed crust but Papa John's is, is underrated. It is like I've said, I never thought about it. My dad had brought it home one time. I'm like, this is good, man. It's crazy. Yeah. One I uh, one time I was hanging out with my cousin Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. And we were having a debate. He's like, dude, Papa John's destroys Pizza Hut and Domino's. I'm like, dude, Papa John's is the absolute worst of them all. And he's like, no, 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 you've got to try it like hot and fresh. And I'm like, dude, it's trash. And I tried it hot and fresh. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Well, I've been missing out. It I it somehow just hits hard. I don't get it.
1: I'm 20. And this is my first time. One of my first time's having Papa John's. Their thin crust
0: is elite, man. I haven't had it yet. It's good. It's good. I really like their stuffed crust too, though. I need marinara with that, bro. It hits my stomach so hard. <laughs> oh man, I've never had it with marinara, but of course, I've always, I've had it with the the legendary, the iconic garlic dipping sauce.
1: That's oh, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah, Kind of like you though, Brendan, uh, as far as game day meal goes, if you want to count truly's as a meal, that's what I had. But, um, I didn't eat during the game, I had to make amazing breakfast with my mom earlier in the day, and that was that was what fueled me through for the game.
1: I I wish my lunch included all that, but no, I, did, <laughs> I stayed normal.
0: And it's uh, it was rough. I hear you, man. All right, Brendan, let's just get it go ahead and get after it, man. Who was to blame for this loss? I, Can I say D all the above? (laughs) Yes, Yes, you sure can.
1: Like, I can't say, like, the the interception is on deck. Like, oh, everybody's going on him. Like, stop, stop it. And you're tired. Your defense gives up 220 rushing yards. Yep, yep. I I don't think you're going to win with that. Guess what? Even then, I think uh, Dobbs. Well, turned into a rocket scientist, and it was somehow only missed four <laughs> passes, uh, four wait, four yeah. or five the entire game. Yeah, nobody wanted to get separation. Everybody quit on the offensive line. Penalties galore. The play calling was atrocious. We'll get more into detail with all this stuff, but like just like that's the generalization of it. It's everybody. No one's safe from harm on this one.
0: Yeah, the, the penalties, man, I think that's an underrated factor there. It was a very, very sloppy game by this Cowboys team. They didn't care. They didn't. <laughs> they they did not come to play, for sure. And I, I do blame that on the coaching staff, for sure, because, I mean, even without, you know, the issues on the offensive line and without Chavon Diggs, we're still a far superior team in every aspect than, for us not to be ready to be prepared, that was just uh that was embarrassing. The coaching staff deserves a lot of blame, if not all the blame for this one.
1: You know what? I cannot disagree with you, sir. Not at all.
0: Uh is the defense getting enough blame for yesterday's No,
1: no, they're not. No, they are not. Everybody's talking, of course, with the offensive line. It's like, oh, they're missing digs. Did we get beat in the passing game? Yes, we did. But guess what? Stefan Gilmore was getting beat. Malik Hooker was getting beat. Bland, Bland, that was bad. That was, that was that was bad. Jordan Lewis looked awful. It, everybody was just bad. Besides like D-Law playing better in the run game, nobody else can be talked about good. I, I guess besides the two-point conversion defense, that's it. The entire defense was atrocious. And no, everyone's talking about Dak's interception in the offensive line. No one needs to talk about the defense that much. It's, a, it's
0: stupid. That, uh... Uh, I guess it was like a 75-yard run by Rondell Milton Moore. That was unbelievable. Nobody was even near him when he when he took off.
1: No, because like, I, I I don't even know. I'm not an NFL player, but I don't know what's going, th- going in their mindset for that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And not, you know, to answer the question, not, not from what I've seen, it's all falling on Dak as usual, but the Cardinals ran for over 200 yards yesterday, like you pointed out earlier uh Bernina, and you can't win you can't in one-one games like that. I man, it was it was just a man, a, a shocking performance by our defense.
1: We do it every year. Every year. Oh, we're so calm. We don't care about injuries. Oh, we're gonna come out and just pound the rock. We're gonna do everything. I called it earlier this week. I didn't want to be right. I hate being right with this, but oh it's I smelt that trap game from a mile away.
0: It's funny I, I kind of smelt it Earlier in the offseason when Mike and I were doing our re- review of the schedule. But as we got closer, deeper into it, I started feeling a lot better about the Cowboys. And then I predicted the Cowboys would ha- have a blowout victory on our offsides episode. So embarrassing, uh, you know, embarrassing performance for sure. Oh, the group chat, too,
1: man. We were all talking
0: all high scores. Even I said 26 to
1: 10, which is a great score and all. But, you know, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. no. Uh, do you believe the front seven is too prideful in their ability to rush the passer to be efficient in stopping the run? Right, so this is my
1: question because I yeah. I saw my my guy EJ talking about this, and so it got me thinking. Usually, no, but it, every time they ran the ball, you see them all crashing inside, and you see a run outside. They all look like they're trying to just kill Josh Dobbs. Whenever James Conner has the ball, Rondell Moore had the ball. There was no one near him because everybody was just crashing on Josh Dobbs this game I I, I think so but mostly no they're all they usually sound in their uh, their technique everybody plays what they're supposed to do like but yeah uh, yesterday yeah it was uh even uh, Micah and and law I think hit each other more than they hit players <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and that hurts me to see but, oh gosh.
0: You know, we've noticed over the years that when this team gets hit in the mouth early, it can cause them to lose focus. It can cause them to get out of their game. And we see what happens when they do that.
1: <coughs> CD Lamb.
0: <coughs> CD Lamb. <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. I'm a little sick. You got the CD Lamb cough there. What, what, uh, what is it you've been like about CD yesterday? I, no, first off, he's he's a
1: phenomenal person, a phenomenal talent. But when he gets in his head, that play uh, that should have been called P.I. that wasn't, he, as soon as he got touched, his hands went down. He's like, I'm not going for the ball. I'm going to get a flag. You moss him anyway. And so we going to decline the penalty. He gave up. And then as soon as he, if he didn't, wasn't getting a ball early on, he's just like, like, why am I here? Like you're, pay, uh, you're paying me to be here and I'm not getting the ball.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, it's, it was weird, man, because you know of all the receivers to have a good game, it was Michael Gallup. But and really, just of all the people on the offense to have a good game, you know Pollard had a good game, over 100 rushing yards. But to see the Gallup be the one who who kind of show, showed up, that was surprising.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll talk more about Gallup in a little bit.
0: <laughs> all right, you know one big issue that's been an issue for the first three weeks, a lot of questions about it, is the red zone offense. How big of a concern is that for you now? Tremendously. That is where all of our problems
1: have happened. Dallas drives down the field, and you're like, okay, cool. This is this is it. We're going to get some points. We're going to feel better. You're going to get your defense some confidence so that your offense can score. Oh, you know what? We're not going to kick the field, goal. we're going to go for it. On um, fourth down. You don't get it. Turnover on down. It's basically a turnover. You're like, oh, our defense will get a stop. They did, but it took them a minute. And yeah. then you see that last play – Hurt my soul and they did the replay. I was pissed not at the interception, The interception was awful. That was a bad throw by Dak. Yeah, you're in a deep in route by Jake Ferguson. You see Brandon Cooks, five foot ten, Brandon Cooks, he's super talented, coming over the middle with three guys there. And you have CD Lamb and Michael Gap on the right side, just not doing anything. They were all running half speed, and Dak had to throw it. You know, wish for a better read, but he had to throw it because that's the, the play that's the position that he got put in. So that was bad. McCarthy deserves a lot of the blame for that.
0: Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. That was on on third down. You know, of, of course, in the hindsight, being 2020, you know, you you're hoping Dak maybe throws that away and he can regroup and call another play. But yeah, to not give your team a, a chance there, it sucks. But you can't blame them on Dak either. Hmm. It's it's just tough. I guess like is like the position
1: the problem is like that play call atrocious. That was an awful, awful play call, but that just goes to show they practiced that last week. That's like, oh, hey, we get in the red zone. This is one of the plays we're going to run, and so McCarthy or Schottenheimer called it in, and so Dak's not going to check out of it because they practiced it all week. So, yeah, of course he's not going to like change the play. Why would he? He should feel confident in what his coaches put out there, and the uh, coaches put out garbage.
0: The, those first two run one plays weren't weren't very. Uh, didn't didn't offer too much confidence either. Those weren't very good. Give it to Lipke. Give it to Lipke. <laughs> <laughs> such a such a weird, weird series over the Cowboys in the most important part of the game. Um one guy who did have a good uh day in the red zone, Rico Dowdle scoring a touchdown. Uh, I believe that's two for the two for the year. Do you think we should use him more in the red zone?
1: Yeah. Yes. He plays like Tony Pollard is the better running back. I'm not going to try to you know put that out there like, oh, Rico's better. He deserves you. No. Tony's number one. Rico plays – like my dad pointed this out yesterday, which actually caught me off guard. That play where he basically had to juke out five people from that, for that negative yard play, it reminded him of yeah. Marion Bar- Barber. Rico, is he the biggest player on the field? No. But he plays physical. And guess what? What can we do? What do we do <laughs> when we're in the red zone? we run up the middle. We need someone who's just going to lower their shoulder and just keep turning legs. Tony Pollard's not big enough for that.
0: Yeah, I've seen. You know, so given his size and everything, so Tony Pollard is better in between the tackles than I think he gets credit for, but definitely better than I thought he would be once he once we started seeing him do it. But yeah, for you know Pollard being the uh, I don't know almost the the pulse of the offense. Some, most days especially with the workload you like to see him maybe not have to be asked to run up the middle so much and you know dad still still being fresh and can kind of probably better take on that that type of physical toll it'd be nice to see him get some more of those calls and plus he's just been productive i feel bad
1: because i didn't think rico's to make the roster because like he always gets hurt and like so we never see anything and yeah. so i i i me and my friend went to SwordsCon. The only player that we were probably gonna be able to get a signature of was Rico, but I'm like, oh, it's fine. He's not gonna make the roster. It's not. It's whatever. Oh and wow. I, I didn't think of it, man. Like we were already waiting so long. We were in a bad mood. That was just a bad time. But it's just now he's giving juice, which we haven't seen from a second running back. I'm not counting Pollard as a second running back last year. That doesn't count, right? Because no, he was the one. But he just brings juice whenever uh, when Pollard comes off the field. And it's just – it's fun to watch.
0: It really is. Yeah, he's he's already exceeded my expectations. I didn't really know what to expect from him because, like you mentioned, he's he's been injured, but he looked good in preseason. So it's nice to see him stay healthy and offer us, you know, uh, a different type of running back, uh, a good compliment to to in big offense.
1: Yeah. Honestly, a better running back, I thought, than Ronald Jones was ever going to be in this offense. Deuce Vaughn should have gotten some carries yesterday. Just j- get a spark. But – I think he's got Rico, unless it's like, you know, his third and goal from like the eight, then you put, uh, you bring Pollard back in, but Lipke and Dowdle up the middle. That's That seems pretty nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, you know, we, we we saw the injuries to the offensive line. Of course, Zach Martin Tyron and Tyler Biotish. And then of course, Trayvon Diggs, you know, being injured earlier in the week, lost for the season. Are you worried that this team won't be able to stay healthy for the entire season?
1: Don't we do, don't we do this every year? Couple key players out for a significant period of time. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. Tyron Smith dressed out, and I guess you, I know you want to play cautious. Honestly, I, I, I'm pissed now. I retrospect after watching the game. But if you're the coaching staff, you see the Cardinals and you see Tyron's like, hey, my legs feeling a little tight, gone. You sit, you sit down. Right. But Chuma Adoga, are you kidding me? At left tackle. The dumpster fire that a guard at tackle is. Uh, I I see a couple of injuries. I it's gonna linger. It's always gonna happen. Like, oh hey, this guy's a scratch on Thursday. And like, oh well, he's not playing this week. It happens every year. So yeah, I am concerned about injuries.
0: You know, uh, for the injuries we did have on the offensive line, I was surprised that we we had so much success in the run game considering the physicality of the Arizona defensive line.
1: Well, it's because we ran it when we need to, but then they uh, we ran it so many times early, and then guess what? They're like, oh, we know when you're throwing the ball now." So they just keyed in on those rookies and just yeah. bulldozed them. So Dak had nowhere to go. Those two run plays Dak had were crazy. I was screaming. I'm like, this is Seattle Dak, that playoff game.
0: Yeah, I'd like to. I like seeing that that side of Dak. Man, I, I wish we would use. He'd have a little bit more, a few more design runs. I but I, I we'll talk. I know we'll talk about this
1: in a little bit, but like it's because they're too conservative. They're so conservative, yeah.
0: man. You know, yeah. for as conservative as our offense was yesterday, Brendan, it was nice to see Michael Gallup have a good day. Uh, how much better does Michael Gallup make our offense? It it just gives you someone reliable, like to go deep with, because usually.
1: I, I, it just it's so hard to talk about because Michael Gallup showed that he's back. Like I thought he was back against the Giants, even though half his plays were out of bounds, he was getting up there, and he's showing that he's back. Yeah. He's in those skinny post routes right next to the corner catching it. You're like, Dude, that's nice, and he kept doing it, and which it gives you a good vertical threat instead of uh, with CD. But if you're not gonna use them, I, I, I don't know. I it, it should make your offense better. I'll put it that way it should make your offense better
0: you know i know Gallup's not gonna go up against a guy like a marco wilson every week but when you think about what he can do how how he's reliable like you mentioned uh with 50 50 balls he's he's gonna come down with those he just opens up so much for, for guys like Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb I uh you know a healthy gallup man I think he can make this offense elite
1: I completely agree his connection with Dak Prescott is second to none, honestly. Yeah. I think, I think beforehand it was his connections probably were, Schultz because he just trusted Schultz on like third and fives or whatever. Schultz, Gallop, and Lamb, Gallop's mm-hmm. connection whenever he's out there, Dak is looking his way, because why wouldn't he? Back shoulder fade, it's just, it's fun.
0: It's you know you mentioned you mentioned Schultz. He was Dak's guy on third down, like you said. But who do you think is is this season? I know it's only three weeks in, but who do you think Dak trusts the most on third downs when he needs to make a play? Oh,
1: it's been CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb before the Cardinals game was the leading receiver on third down receptions.
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: Well, that's why I I believe it could could have changed and I look stupid to other people when you only comment, but that's what I saw. But why not? When were CD Lamb's in his right mind? Oh, CeeDee Lamb's dominant. No corner can truly guard him unless there's a double, unless it's double coverage.
0: Yeah. When CD Lambs tapped in, man, he's, he's borderline unstoppable. Yeah. You know, we're talking a little bit about Gallup, but you look at our other receivers, but this, I feel like this is the second week in a row. We've talked about this, but was it concerning that our wide receivers couldn't get open versus this second Arizona secondary?
1: They, no, no. First off hats off to Arizona. It hurts. It pains me to say it. Like hats off. I now kind of want them to win a couple games so they can't get Caleb. Mm-hmm. Will- so they can't get Caleb Williams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I'm, I'm just an awful human being. But um, they were play. It's it's also the scheme. Like you show. Uh, it shows when the red zone plays. Uh, it was Ferguson and oh, I forgot who else. But you see them running into each other. That's what we complained about with Kellen Moore. Those routes. Mm-hmm. Com- the route combinations were running together. No, even Gallup wasn't getting separation. Gallup just walled off the corner. So, yeah, no, separation. We're going right back to where we were, but with better talent than last year. So it's, it's so much fun.
0: I don't know. It seemed like a, a week one against the Giants, our, our receivers were getting open, and even week two against the Jets that CeeDee Lamb was open more often than not. So uh, it's just it, – it seems like our other guys aren't getting open more so than, that, you know, that I'd like to.
1: But it happens every year though. It's every year. You're number one, like when like when Des was healthy, he was getting separation. He was doing all the Cole Beasley has some separation. But then you had Terrence Williams, who did jack nothing unless he somehow burned someone downfield. That's all he did. So it's just it it happens. I think Gallup, if he stays healthy, which I pray to God he's so much fun to watch. If he can, I don't think it matters. Separation for him, but for a player like Cooks and Tolbert, you gotta get open. Like you gotta get at least a yard or two of separation. Like come on, that's what your job is. You're supposed to be speedy.
0: Yeah, that's true. Very true. Why do you think it is we didn't take many shots downfield yesterday? Um, you can say the offensive line, but wait, let me pull up a tweet.
1: Um. People, uh, I heard I read about Connor Livers, uh, like Livesay or whatever. I'm sorry, Live yeah. Like, that's how you say his name. That's what the A then. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry for butchering. Okay, never
0: that. mind. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused with a different Connor then. Sorry. Oh, well, his
1: is his at is at Connor NFL draft. So. Yeah, yeah. So he was talking about how, uh, even whenever, uh, McCarthy was Rodgers quarter, uh, quarterback, he was 26. In the league, in pass yards attempts. So, Mike McCarthy doesn't like throwing it deep. He likes methodical plays. Unless he played Dallas. Then he somehow beat us over top every time, but that's whatever. But there's that. The offensive line, but it's – you just – you don't have any plays besides, like, two or three that I saw that you're actually, like, trying to throw downfield. And Lamb was double-covered half the time in those. So, it's – for me, it's scheme.
0: Yeah, that's what – uh. I, on one hundred through The Fan, I, I imagine you're familiar with that station, Brendan. Mm. But uh, Bobby Bell, he was saying all offseason how this offense is, you know, it's going to be receivers getting open. However, don't expect to see a lot of shots down the field because that's not what this offense is. You UFC, Lamb, Brandon
1: Cooks, who's a speedster, and Michael Gallup, who's a 50-50 guy. And no, we're not going to throw it downfield. Makes sense.
0: And what's funny, though, is that in those years in Green Bay when they had Jordy Nelson Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams, I mean, there was at least one or two years where all at least two of the three guys had thousand-yard seasons, and they had that they, they were like a, a downfield type offense. I don't know if that was maybe more so Rodgers than McCarthy's offense, but it, it, it was strange that um, we're just not seeing any opportunities to go downfield.
1: Mainly with the talent that Arizona had at corner, you see the that one chunk play Ceedee Lamb got. He says, What you throw to your best receiver, that's what happens. You get him in the game, he gets locked in. Gallup should have uh DPI called in the end zone, but he was mossing him if he if his corner helmet wasn't in his chest. Mm -hmm. Gallup was murdering him, besides some plays that you know Gallup got murdered because you're not going to win every play, but you had opportunities.
0: Yeah, you really did. Does Dallas win this game with Zach Martin, Tyler Biotish, and Tyron playing?
1: Yes. Yes, they do. Not conv- not convincingly. No. No. You, s- It's still a shootout. But I say you win by at least a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I think we do as well. Our offense would have had time to make more, you know, hopefully take more shots downfield or at least being able to see the field better. Um, and our offensive game plan, I feel like it's totally different with those guys playing.
1: Yeah, I'll say this. I said this on Twitter during the game, and I'll say it again. I don't know if it's a Chinese football league, but if we can send Chuma Adoga there to play left tackle, I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No love for Chuma. He's got a couple straights tonight. He's fine. Via Brendan here. He's fine at guard. He was. If you
1: flipped him and Tyler, I would have felt so much more confident last uh, yesterday. But you didn't. You went at halftime. You, made, you tried making adjustments, and you still put Adoga out there oh my gosh, I saw Chaz Green incarnate, and I'm like, no. Why are you
0: doing this to me? It seems like this front office is determined to make Tyler play guard. Does that mean – I've seen uh,
1: Tuck talking about it. Does that mean they're going to look for a tackle next year?
0: One would hope so. Like, uh – it's so painful, and that doesn't make sense, especially when you think about how well Tyler played at left tackle last year for being a rookie. I think because they're so hopeful that Tyron, even though he
1: can't play all seventeen games now, which he wasn't yeah. going to, he wasn't going to in the first place. Come on, let's be real here. I think they're just hoping Tyron can stay for a year, maybe next year. So, like, oh, we don't want to mess it up. Tyron's not going to go to right tackle again; he's going to stay at left. So, we're going to keep Tyler there because Tyler's that's where he's going. That's where he stays. No, he should have been at left tackle the entire game.
0: Agreed. All right, here we have a list of questions. Shout out to my guy, Matt Prescott. He sent this not too long after the uh, Trayvon Diggs injury, but he asked, can Dallas win a Super Bowl without Trayvon Diggs? <laughs> That's tough to talk about after
1: the atro- atrocity that we all had to endure Sunday. I still think they can. I think – of course, in Dan Quinn, we trust. I know it was awful. He deserves some blame. I still believe in the man. I'm not going to burn down anything after that game. I can be pissed, but I'm not going to burn anything down. I think he'll make adjustments. I think Bland has had a, not many opportunities on the outside. He'll learn. Yeah. And so, this is hopefully this is just a wake-up call. Dan Quinn's like, oh, I don't need to run base coverages. I have, I'm i going to go back to what I do and just be the mastermind behind behind everything. This Stevens can. But after yesterday, it's hard to talk about.
0: Yeah, recency bias would suggest that we can't make it to the Super Bowl without Diggs. But as good and important as Diggs is, Brendan, our offense is strong enough and has the depth. Or excuse me, our defense is strong enough and has the depth to win a Super Bowl even without Diggs.
1: Completely agree, Paul. Completely agree.
0: All right, Brendan, who's your player of the game?
1: Uh... I'm just because I'm I I'm not talking about the Cardinals. I can't. You can put you can say so many names for them, and you can be like, "Yes, I'm gonna go with Gallup." Oh, I'm, okay. I I he didn't of course he didn't score or anything. Should have, but we don't talk about that. It's just his entire. I saw this all throughout Twitter. People were gonna say that no, they didn't, but people were saying, "Oh, it's Tolbert time. Tolbert's gonna take Gallup's spot before the end of the year. This is this is it. This is awful." He said, shut up. I'm still the 50-50 guy on this team. <laughs> you, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I do. And he did. He he had some plays in uh, the run game where he was blocking awful. He had some plays where he uh where he all of them jogged, but that's the entire offense. But whenever he needed uh whenever he had the opportunity, he played he had 93 yards. He had 93 yeah. yards with Brandon Cook still out there, with CeeDee Lamb still out there, and he's the one who had 93 yards. That I needed that in my life to get a little bit hyped Yes, back. sir.
0: Well, I know you wouldn't do it, so I'm going to. I'm giving it to Joshua Dobbs, man. He had only four <laughs> incompletions, 55 rushing yards, zero turnovers, and in only his third NFL start, Dobbs won a big game, man—the biggest game of his career.
1: He almost beat us last year. he almost yeah, he beat did us when last year.
0: Titans. It's crazy, crazy. All right, Brendan, who's your, who's your player spotlight of the week?
1: Uh, okay. So I already said, I already said Gallup. I, it's, I, I it's so tough. I guess I'm just going to have to go with Rico. Okay. I like that. I, Rico or you can go Brandon Aubrey. Brandon Aubrey's been the guy. I, I'm so man happy to man. be wrong, but I'll go with Rico because right. he deserves his flowers. He's getting more opportunities and he's showing why he made the roster over Ronald Jones. All over uh, yeah. Malik over Malik Davis, which that was the big competition in camp, but I it's it's not much to talk about. <laughs> but Rico <laughs> R- Rico had some splash plays.
0: Yeah, he did. For me, I'm going with your guy, Michael Gallup. It was nice to see Gallup have a good game. He needed it, and the offense can get can get to another level with Gallup being involved. So you know, I'm, I'm glad that he he got that 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 first big game out of the way. Hopefully, we can see more of Gallup in the future.
1: When's the last time we saw him anywhere near a hundred yards? Was the last, like 2019?
0: Man. 2019. <laughs> too too long, man. Yeah. Uh, All right, Brendan. After three weeks, which NFL teams concern you the most? We're gonna pick one from the NFC and one from the AFC. Excuse me, one from the AFC. Brendan, give us your NFC team. Oh, it's the Vikings. It's the Vikings. Like, uh, are you yeah. joking? They That's have
1: Justin be- Jefferson. You had 150 yards in his first two games. Uh, of course, Tyreek Hill's blowing everybody out of the water, but that's just because Tyreek Hill's on a historic run. Justin Jefferson's doing it quietly; no one's talking about it. And then you have Jordan Addison, who played well in his first couple games. Nothing crazy, but he played pretty darn well. You have T.J. Hawkinson. Kirk Cousins rallied back, but it was late. Their defense is atrocious. Yes, Jordan's here. Let's go. Big victory right there. Yeah, man.
0: what up, Jordan?
1: But just you, I don't know how with that offense, you you just suck. <laughs> Plain and simple, you lose last second to the Chargers, the Eagles. You're coming back. I I I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, I'm going with uh, man. It has to be the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields just gets worse and worse by the week. The coaching staff is horrendous, and they have no identity, man. <laughs> that, that place just in itself he needs to blow up.
1: <laughs> that, that team is atrocious. <laughs> Seriously, they, they traded for DJ I mean, when Moore. You're, all, there you go.
0: I was going to say, you know, when your franchise quarterback just straight up says, somebody asks him what's going on, what's wrong with the team, and he says coaching, you know it's bad.
1: No, this team was the hype of the offseason. They had the first overall pick. They're like, no, we're going to trade back. We're going to get DJ Moore. They're gonna draft a right tackle, uh, the right tackle from um, Tennessee, and all that. And they're like, yo, we're gonna make it. This is me, the d- dynamic duo that we need. Justin Fields hasn't run the ball at all. Doesn't make sense. D- DJ yeah. Moore is saying, basically, I uh, sound like he hates it here. <laughs> no, I, uh, Jordan, the defensive coordinator didn't quit. Um, he he did quit, but that's because of allegations going on against him? Yeah. I don't know if they're true, so I'm, I'm not going to speak on them because I'm, I'm a 20-year-old. Right, I don't right. need to be talking about that. But, <laughs> yeah, that entire team needs a blow-up.
0: Seriously, I I, I uh, on my fantasy show, I thought that if the Bears got blown out, which they did, I thought that uh, Matt Eberflus might get fired. He's still there, but he doesn't deserve a job himself, man.
1: Mm-mm. I didn't think he was that good with the Colts. He, he had a decent defense. Like, the Colts defense was good. Good enough to yeah. be a head good enough
0: to be a head coach. No. Probably not. No. All right, Brennan. Who's your AFC team? It's a team playing tonight. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I like that. That's an well, interesting one. Is it just because of all right? I'll let you speak oh, on it. Sorry. Oh no, you're no, you're good. It's because of the general man the general management
1: malpractice that is going on. Joe Burger got mm-hmm. hurt no. in the offseason. It, your star receiver, your number one receiver. Hey, I don't want you out there until you feel 100%. F it. You're out there. And he, every week is like, oh, hey, guess what? Joe Burrow's clear to play. No, he's not. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I like Joe Burrow. He's a fun person to watch. You're like my dad was saying, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, you play him because you don't want to be 0 3. I much rather be 0 and 5 and still have the chance because the uh, AFC, the back end of the AFC, isn't that good? If you come in with a surprise wild card spot and you can make a push, you can be the sneak, the sneak team mm-hmm. and make it in and you have your quarterback. Why are you still playing him? Like he's playing right now against the Rams. Why? It's stupid. They just paid him and they're wasting money to almost ruining his career.
0: Yeah, I mean Jamar Chase straight up said I don't want to see him play until week five, and here we are. And he got re- he re-injured his hamstring week two. And I, you know, I haven't seen any of the game tonight, but it, it sounds like he he doesn't look he doesn't look healthy tonight. He
1: doesn't look healthy any night.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, my AFC team, man, it's gotta be the Denver Broncos. They just they lost a real life NFL game by 50 points. They haven't won a game this season. They have no identity and they're tied to Russell Wilson until 2026.
1: <laughs> my, I know you know this, but my best friend um is a Broncos fan, so I was getting texted all the entire game and he was just like he was just in the dumps, man. I'm sorry, Cooper. Man. I'm so sorry. The problem and he's like, the problem is guess what? Russell doesn't even look that bad. It's just this defense has gave up 10 touchdowns.
0: That's insane, dude. And guess Absolutely what? Absolutely
1: insane. Vance Joseph still has a job. I don't know how you still have a job,
0: but yeah, I heard all about it. How, yeah, how bad? How bad is that, uh, is their defense? I, I you know, I, I'm sure. Like you know, most quarterbacks, Russell's getting a lot of the blame, but it didn't seem like the offense looked very good either. It, of
1: course, this I, Miami Dolphins are going to be a juggernaut this year. Two, if Tua can stay healthy, because yeah. He's if he keeps this up, oh, it's MVP easily. Like I don't think there's any question about it, which is which is nuts. But Broncos' defense is injury is injury. They have no DBs because uh, why Justin Simmons is out for their you know their starting free safety, and they have mm-hmm. Pat Sertan, yeah. who had 96 yards and a touchdown against Tyree Kill. So he didn't even play good, and their defense is just bad. Their vaunted Denver defense that, has fallen down so much.
0: You know, for for him to give up less than 100 yards to Tyreek, I'll take that as a victory for Patrick Sertane, man. <laughs> that's
1: so sad.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just how good Tyreek and that offense are, dude. You know what I mean? Dude, if I see Jalen Waddle
1: against – Jalen Waddle, or Tyreek Hill against Deron Bland Christmas Eve, if they ruin my Christmas, I'm I, I don't think you'll be able to see me on the show for a little bit.
0: Hey, Mike, Christmas Eve is Mike's birthday, man. So I know he he feels the exact <laughs> way you do. Oh no! Oh no! That's gonna be a crazy, crazy game, man. Can we go live with Mike,
1: <laughs> please?
0: Absolutely. If he, if Mike's down, we should do that. I think that'd be fun, dude. Birthday live stream. Hey, I'm all for it, man look at these ideas. so here's usually we here's the point where we are at mike's view from the sideline of course mike isn't here tonight so instead we're going to do brendan's breakdown i'm curious to hear your uh response to this one brendan but give us a breakdown on what is micah parsons weakness
1: i oh man uh see it's still making me possible when i i when i read the script to be honest, first off, he doesn't have much of a weakness because he's just superhuman. He really doesn't. This is it, yeah. This is, is one bad game. One bad game. He still has a sack, so he has four sacks in three games. Phenomenal. Yeah. So I can't talk much. The only, I guess, what I was talking about with the major of the defensive line was just the aggressiveness. They are yeah. all they were all trying to shoot against. stuff. Like, see, this isn't me talking about Micah in general. <laughs> this is me talking about the defensive line because Micah is just too good. Right. But. You had him playing uh, a three tech at one point on the scheme, which I don't know what's going on there. But I guess the only thing bad you can the bad you can say about Micah is he gets ahead of himself where he if he got hit so many times but just by D Law himself. And he wasn't mm-hmm. coming off the field. Guess what? If it's a second and eight, you can come off the field for a minute. I know you hate it, like we saw him complain about the preseason games on hard knocks, which is awesome. I love seeing that he wants to be out there. Yeah. But Give it a rest for a minute. You're you are our defense. The dig's gone. Like you are the soul, face, everything of this defense. If you yeah. get hurt, this oh I don't even want to think about it. That's like a nightmare before Christmas type stuff right there. I don't I'm not even thinking about that crap.
0: Yeah, don't 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 even put that in the air, I man. That's the nightmare before Christmas right there, sir. Yeah.
1: So it's just him just putting himself out there too much, I guess. But Micah's superhuman. He will come back with we'll a better defense, and he's going to dominate it again. And we're not even going to think about it. So I'm not going to tell you anything bad about it. It's, it's just the ultra aggressiveness, I guess. But uh, other than that, Micah, go win yourself Defensive Player
0: of the Year with TJ Watt. His weaknesses, he cares too much.
1: <laughs> like, when you talk about maybe one of the best players in the league, it's hard to say, like, what are you talking about, like, Mahomes? What is, right. like they lost against the Lions? Like he's too aggressive. Like it'd be him throwing it downfield, he's too aggressive. Like that's it.
0: <laughs> that's it. I, they probably try to blame it on try to blame it on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, his wife or his brother?
1: <laughs> okay, uh, uh, that's kind of easy. That's like low hanging fruit.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, here we are. True or false? Brendan, true or false, pepperoni is the best pizza topping.
1: Oh, easy. Come on. Even if you're picky, unless some, some people who only eat cheese, which I'm like, yeah. uh, you, you need some variety. Every, everybody can complain about pizza like with pepperoni, man. It's so good. You can get all meat pizza. You want pepperoni on there is one of them. It's so good. For sure. I ate it for lunch.
0: Yeah, I, I was legit say- ate it for lunch. Yeah, I mean, in pepperoni, it's more often than not, like you said, most people like it, and, it, and it's a vers- versatile topping. and It goes with a lot of different things.
1: <laughs> of course, we talk about this when Mike's
0: gone, <laughs> <laughs> right? I haven't. I don't think he would agree with that, honestly.
1: You'd uh, say something like "bougie topping," and we're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I don't feel like he'd be like, I like a said, mushroom kind uh, of guy.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, that you got pizza yesterday. What was, was pe- I assume pepperoni was on that? Oh, you're dang right it was.
1: Come on. Perfect topping. Perfect.
0: What is, what, what is your go-to pizza?
1: I still, I, I so I'm, I'm still a picky eater, but I really was for a long time. So I used to only eat pepperoni pizza if we had pizza. My dad got me to do like these like multi-meat pizzas. We go to like a place mm. called like Pie, Pie 5, and we'll get everything on it. We'll just go to every pizza place. I mean, are you see an all-meat pizza, you're going there. You get like bacon. You'll get pepperoni. You'll see sausage. It's, it's heaven. It's great. I sound really fat right now. Meat lover. I'll own it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Meat Lover is, uh, I think, one that's re- really popular with most people as well. Oh. Oh, okay, Jordan. I haven't had a barbecue pizza in years. I won't lie, Jordan. I'm not really – I've only had one or two good barbecue chicken pizzas. When they're good, they're really good. But more often than not, they're not very good. But I, only, like, I like your pick, man.
1: The only time I had a barbecue pizza is I was I was younger. I thought it was just a cheese pizza. I couldn't see anything under it. So I took a bite, and barbecue sauce just blew up. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just looked at my dad. I'm like, why? Why is this a thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interesting surprise there. All right, Brendan. Here we are with one word. The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Was blank. Since I was talking about it all week, obvious. It hurts You're me. It, like hurt, that, man. It,
1: it hurts me on Sunday. Like I, every week, I'll, I'll talk about maybe the Dallas loses, but on Sunday or Monday or Thursday, whenever they play, I'm in my mind, we're winning. Like, yeah, these injuries going on. Micah was talking about playing tight end. I'm like, oh no, we're thinking about right. doing so we're thinking about doing some real sketchy crap right here, aren't we? I'm like, oh, and then we go out there, we don't see anything, and we just play down to competition like we do every year.
0: So yeah, obvious. For me, this might be surprising, but I feel like it was necessary. You know, we the first two games were really blowout teams. We're feeling on top of the world. I think this loss was necessary just so that we could regroup, figure out really what our weaknesses, fix it. And it's early in the season, so I'm glad that it happened now as opposed to later when maybe we you know we're really fighting for a division when those losses really count. So, I thought this loss was necessary.
1: No, I saw that. No, that's When you look at that too. Yeah. That's just a punch to the gut. That's what that game was.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could say necessary, humiliating, humbling, whatever you want to say, but I'm glad that we got we got a bad loss out of the way, honestly.
1: Yeah, and we'll let ESPN and everybody just go run wild for a little while, and then we'll somehow get to uh, 10 to 12 wins again, and then I'm like, oh, they snuck in or whatever.
0: Shut up. But, yeah, no, I can yeah, they'll agree. They'll be, they'll be making some money off of that that game for a couple of weeks, for we know that.
1: No, we should have known we were going to lose when Stephen A started talking nice about us a little bit. Come on, right?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> something A. right there. Good
0: point. So, Brendan, I know you're a car guy. Uh, top five topics tonight is kind of uh, themed around that. We're going to do our top five favorite cars. Um, and they can be a car from a TV show, a movie, a video game, any fictional or real life car. Brendan, I'm curious to hear your list. I, I wonder your, your list. I wonder how fictional or you know non-fiction your your list is going to be so start us off with your number five favorite car honestly i i waited to see your list because i wanted to make sure i'm like i didn't want to go oh wow okay
1: well because i didn't want to go like all like literal cars and they're like oh like star wars or whatever i'm like i don't want to go i'm like oh but no first one the trans am from smoky and the bandit
0: oh okay dude very cool with
1: a roof off him gunning it in there come on that's iconic It is completely iconic. Everybody knows that if you you get a Trans Am, you're getting the emblem on your hood, and you're feeling like a
0: badass. (laughs) True, true, true. All right, uh, my number five car, I'm sure you'll appreciate this one. It sounds like you already looked at the list, Brendan, but the DeLorean from Back to the Future, man, the DeLorean time car. Who wouldn't want to go back in time? Who wouldn't want to go forward in time? The fact that you can do that with your car, that's just pretty freaking cool.
1: Or to send your dog to the future, you could do oh. that too. <laughs> Man,
0: that's a scary thought for sure.
1: No, yeah, but no, I saw that. And I'm like, I, 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 I know. It, unless it's like something like really, because like we'll have one that's similar on here. Actually, it might be the same. Yeah. I don't know which one you'll choose. But I just want to make sure you go a little bit different. But no, I love the Delorean. That's such a cool car.
0: Yes, sir. All right, bring the number four on my list. I mean, this is the classic, classic car. The Batmobile. Which one? Okay, so I had a feeling, you know, at first I'm like, just the Batmobile, but I know they're all different. If I had to pick one, maybe uh, this is the nostalgia in me. I probably picked the one from the Tim Burton movies, the Tim Burton Batman movies, just because they're kind of fun. They're, you know, they're not really about action or, you know serious or more kind of fun, but they're still, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're still useful, if you will.
1: Dude, oh, that's a great pick. When I thought about uh, the Batmobile, I didn't even think about Tim Burton there for a little bit, because my mind only went to one, and I guess I'm I'm going to jump the list a little bit just by one, just because I want to keep it up yeah. with you. I went with the Tumblr, the Batmobile from the Christian Bale Batman yeah movies. Uh, this is for my this I is for my about guy. That one. This is for my guy Shane because this is all me and him talk about on Twitter. <laughs> it's Batman, but dude, no, really okay? It's a tank. It's a literal tank that like Christian Bale just breaks down buildings, driving everywhere. And guess what? It has this motorcycle inside. So guess what? If it's yeah. breaking too much, it turns into one wheel and he guns it. Like it's just a it's such an awesome iconic video uh, vehicle in movie history. It's such a badass.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. What, what are your thoughts on the Christian Bale Batman you know, just the series, the movie series?
1: I loved it. I loved every single yeah. minute of it. It was my favorite. It still is my favorite superhero movie. Like, trilogy. Let me, f- let me fix that. Trilogy. I love Deadpool, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, they're such, they're so good. The Dark Knight is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, that's like in my top at least 10 favorite movies of all time. The Dark Knight, it's so good, incredible, incredible. Okay, Brendan, what is number four on your list? I'm
1: gonna keep pushing this until you play it. It is The Warthog from Halo.
0: Ah, okay, I like that, man. Dude, I you're gonna play it, and you know what? I'm
1: we're gonna live stream it, I'm gonna find a way we're gonna do that, and this is, this is gonna go down. But so, of course, from pe- people who don't know Halo, it is it's a bit. The futuristic game, but this Warthog is basically a vehicle that you'll see go off roading all the time. It's the main military vehicle for the UNSC in Halo. It has it'll have a turret on the background, it a it's called a Gauss cannon, so it just shoots a laser and blows shit up. And then oh, it'll nice. it, it'll have a thing where all the rockets lock on to something and you just blow everything up. Warthog, it's so much fun. Also, I love off roading too much. So that vehicle would just... Ah, okay. That vehicle would just be perfect. Yeah, like this, you know, yes,
0: sir. Destroy it's aliens. Very, very cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, number three on my list. Brendan, I don't know if you, you're familiar with this, but I, I busted this one out because um, I was a big fan of Ninja Turtles growing up. And I have this car here. This is a car that I played with when I was a kid. That's legendary. I'm, I passed it down to my son. He plays with it. It's, it's the Ninja Turtle party wagon van um it used to have a thing on here like you could hang out you know put a ninja turtle out here and it had like a little attachment that did stuff on you know this this thing is like 20 years old so it's seen better days but i had to put this on here man, because it's just cool to see my son still playing with a toy that i played with when i was a dude that's awesome i saw that on your list i'm like that's cool but you have it Oh yeah,
1: dude. That's why I put it on there. Hey, hey, Jordan. It came out in it came out in two thousand one. <laughs> so you have two years on me. Get out of here. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I grew up on Halo.
0: Jordan, let this let let Brendan. He's a, he's a young king, man. Let him be. Let him be. <laughs> All right, Brendan. What's number two on your list?
1: All right, so these uh this second last one. It's like the it's it's a normal car. It's a realistic one. But this, isn't, this is this what I want my next car to be because since you know I drive an old Bronco, I want a twenty like 2015 or 2012 and up F250. Oh, Those nice, things nice. are huge. I'm not gonna be able to drive fast, so I much rather drive large.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> they can do everything. They're they're massive. You can you can do everything to them. Lift them. Put bigger bumpers, bigger tires, and just make it this, this an all around
0: beast. Have they, is it me or like the, the newer truck models? They try to make them more luxurious as opposed to kind of work, kind of, I don't want to say manly, but like rugged, if you will.
1: Well, that's kind of like what the companies are going for now. Like they want you to buy the King Ranch, they want you to buy the Texas edition, I think, what Ram is or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, oh, well, if you spend an extra 40000 you can get all this luxurious stuff. I don't know if that's a price. <sighs> I, I just, I just pulled that out of my butt, but.
0: Right, right. But seriously, it's 40K? Like, that's like another car, bro. It is another car. <laughs> we yeah. bought,
1: we bought mine for seven,
0: <laughs> man. Dude, drive that thing to the wheels fall off my friend.
1: Oh, I, oh dude, that's what, that's what I want. That's what I've been trying to push for. I've been getting a lot of put. I've been getting a lot of pushback from my family. They're gonna be watching this.
0: I want one. I'm not speaking this into existence. Please help. There you go, man. Put it on your dream board, Brendan. Okay. Number two, a uh, number two on my list this is a 2010 Honda Accord. It's my current car. Reason being, it's on my list. This is the first car that I put the down payment on, made every payment on it, and now own it. So, you know, there's a reason behind it. It's not a flashy or anything, but the first car that I I leased and then finally owned, man. Oh,
1: oh thanks, Jordan. I, I knew one of them was a the Texas edition because, you know, we're just better than everybody else. But... <laughs>
0: Yes, I, sir. I, yes, sir.
1: I got so confused when I saw 2010 Honda Accord on this <laughs> script. I got so confused. I was like, I was I was going down your list. I'm like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's amazing. Huh?
0: <laughs> if you haven't known by now, man, most of my top five um lists are always have, have nostalgia baked in somewhere somehow. <laughs> 2010. Hey, first off, that's awesome.
1: I know that's always something to be proud of. You paid off your car entirely. That's amazing. Yes, sir. And a car gets yeah. great gas mileage, too. So like, that's just all around. Good on you, man. Nothing but respect. Yes, sir.
0: All right, man. Number one on my list, my first ever car. I was like the first car in my group, of, like the first person in my group of friends to get a car. So, you know, I was always picking everybody up. We were always going to parties in my car. I was, you know, it was just the, uh, the first car of the group, man. The 1995 Zuzu Rodeo with the 212s in the back. I know you know about 10s and 12s and, and subwoofers and everything. Yeah, so, oh, yeah that was yeah, my dude. baby, man.
1: Did you have the Man, I need to be older. I need to be.
0: A- <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't wish that. Don't wish that upon yourself, seriously. Be careful what you wish for, bro. Okay,
1: hey, I don't need to be crazy older. I feel like I'm going to see a Jordan comment soon, <laughs> t- calling me a child. I'm ready for it, Jordan. I'm ready for it. But. <laughs> See, you're all nostalgic, and it's awesome, but like you have, like, this, also, I was the first in my friend group to get a car, too.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And That's I had, cool. see, now I kind of wish I put the Bronco as the first, but I didn't, because I have a love-hate relationship with that car,
0: but. Oh, man, I've been there, dude. I've really been there.
1: Yeah. A bolt just came out, for like, oh, where does this go? Man, yeah, we'll find out later. <laughs>
0: okay, Brendan, here we are, number one on your list. What is it? Oh, uh, this has been my car.
1: Do you ever watch this? I didn't get the idea from this movie, but this is, I guess, the best way of showing it for other people. Do you ever watch the Steve McQueen Bullet movie? No, I never heard of it. It's a it's a phenomenal movie. My dad took me like me to an old timey theater to see it, but it's the 1967 Mustang Fastback, the sexiest car I've ever seen in my entire life. I've seen Ferraris, I've seen all the, no, the Mustang wins ten out of ten times. It's been my favorite car since I was like four ish it's the pinnacle of just beauty
0: so mm, nice, nad- mustang fastback i've never heard of that you haven't it's an old one it's Uh-oh. like the, the,
1: the sleek top on the back instead of like a, you know kind of looks like a sedan it's got mm-hmm. a, it's got the curve back
0: oh, oh nice very cool no
1: you got you got to look it up later it's oh it's so perfect
0: you I put a coyote will
1: you put a coyote engine in it and you just go it's phenomenal
0: what is a Coyote engine?
1: It is the must, uh, the engine they put in most new Mustangs. Oh, okay. So you put that in an old body, and it's just – it's so good. Resto mod the hell out of it. It's it's perfect. I'm going to have it one day, and I'm going to be happy. But that's ultimate dream board. The the, <laughs> the F-250, like, maybe like a, in a couple years, that'd be cool. Mustang, that's going to be like, unless I buy one for cheap and I build it myself, that's going to be years down the road.
0: I got you. So it sounds like you got you got a couple of dream cars, man. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I think he called. Familiar with it, man. I think he called like a child. Let's go, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. With the compliments, we appreciate it, man. We always need him. Uh, Brennan, it was fun tonight, man. I know you know we, we always miss Mike, but I'm glad we got to chop it up, man. As bad as that loss was, it was you know it was a bit therapeutic getting on here with you and talking about Hon-
1: it. Honestly, I feel better. Like I was, like I told you earlier, I'll save this for the uh, for the pocket. I do feel better talking about that. It's like th- yeah. it is th- it's it is therapy. That's just, we just got our grievances out there.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hopefully, uh, week 4 we'll bring different results. We got the uh, matchup with the New England Patriots coming up, man. So that'll be interesting because that's a that's a team, man, that has a tough defense that could give us problems in the run game as well. But I'd like to think that we'll be a little bit better prepared for that team.
1: I swear to God, if Zeke actually has a revenge game, I'm going to be upset.
0: He's starting to look good, dude. He had a couple of 10-plus yard runs, I guess what you'd call explosive plays yesterday, um, for the Patriots. So he, he might be giving Ramon a run for his money, it sounds like.
1: I hope this is going to be like the – of course, we'll talk more about this Friday with you our know, off, offsides, but hopefully yeah. it's kind of like the Emmett Smith return game. Like, you know, the Cardinals are coming in, and Dallas just smashed him in the mouth. So that's what right. I'm hopeful for, but – who knows? After we giving up 220 yards, I'm ter- I'm terrified.
0: Yes, sir. Jordan, man, hey, we always appreciate you, dude. We we love that you tune in every week, man. It really means a lot. I can't. I can't express how much that means.
1: Uh, uh, it's so much fun to seeing Jordan be on talk with him. It's so much fun.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Brendan, man, as always, uh, I enjoyed our discussion tonight. Before we get you out of here, remind the people they can find you on Twitter. They can find me at Brendan underscore Smith twenty six. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan fifteen. We appreciate you joining us and we'll see you guys next week. See ya.